Hey guys, welcome to Rihanna's Lens, where I interact with you about the components in the STEM field and introduce you to fascinating people who passionately inhabit the scientific and technical frontiers of our society. My name is Rihanna Malhotra and I'm absolutely elated to share this podcast with all of you. Since it's Mental Health Awareness Month, on this episode, I'm joined by a psychologist who's a part of a mental health startup at IIT Madras. She also actively guides young students in schools to cope with mental health issues. I'm so glad to welcome and introduce Anvi. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much, Rihanna, for such a wonderful introduction. And I'm really glad to be here. Like I've been through your earlier podcasts and they have been amazing. And I'm so proud of you that you have started this concept. This is something new. I mean, I haven't seen this before. So I really applaud you here and good, good work and all the very best. Thank you so much. It really means a lot. Um, so I have a plethora of questions that are geared around mental health. We're all going through this huge pandemic, so I think it's essential to address this topic that's so prevalent and growing uh, these days, especially in the last uh, few, two years. So um, let's start with basic, like what exactly is mental health and what exactly drove you into becoming a psychologist? Okay, so that's a wonderful question. So going back in time, psychology was something that I didn't have in my 11th and 12th. So I was completely new to the subject. So the very first thing that intrigued me, especially to take psychology as a profession, were the researches that are done in this field. Like as a student, you are supposed to read, go through theories. So, you know, the theories attracted me so much. And as I grew in this field and I started taking my internships and being a part of the mental health foundations, that made me realize how important it is today that people are aware of their mind, of where their thoughts are taking themselves. So divert, like diverging the field in two areas, the theory and the practical aspects, and then combining them into one. So that was like really amazing for me and sparked that, okay, I have to work in this area and maybe do something better for the people. Right. And also the mind, it's not like a consistent place. It's like a pendulum that keeps going to the left or the right. So it's important that psychologists, they study the brain and help people out if they're going through uh, stuff, right? Very true. Very true. That is why I said, like, you know, channelizing your thoughts, knowing your thoughts, that is really important, especially in this time when we are facing a pandemic and we are staying hopeful and working really hard to stay consistent and stay resilient per se. Yeah. So channelizing our thoughts, knowing our thoughts, it's really important. And why do you think uh, mental health is important? Like why should more people know about it? Hmm. Right. So um, I would like to put forth a question here that when we have some issues with our physical health, when we have, when we get wounded, what we can see on our hand or maybe on our leg, we rush to a doctor. Or even if we have a cold, 
anything happens to our physical health, we rush to a doctor that, okay, we need to get this treated. But is our mind anything apart from our body? Is it something that is detached from our body? No. So when we talk about a wholesome well-being of an individual, the mind plays an equal role in keeping that intact. So when we are facing any kind of a mental issue, mental injury, any kind of a problem, we must reach out. And there is when comes the importance of having mental health and creating a well-being for an individual as a whole. So I would really urge people again and again to understand that mental health is equally important to our physical health and keep in mind to reach out whenever required. But you know, people are often afraid to reach out to um, someone in general. So uh, because they have a fear of being judged, maybe. So how do you think, like, how can a person be, co uh, how can a person cope with that um, themselves if they don't want to reach out? And how can the people around them um, help them um, if they notice them uh, going through something? Yeah, very, very important question, actually. So this fear of judgment, if we say, like fear of being judged by people around is not something that begins only in a situation where we have to reach out for our mental health. Why am I saying this is because don't you think that we are conditioned in such a way? Whenever we do something, we are told that don't do this. What would the neighbors think? Don't do this. What would that person think? This is something that instills the fear of judgment. But why should this fear of judgment come into the way of something that is important to you? The mental health or any mental health issue that you are going through would impact at the first place only you and not the society. This is something that we need to accept and acknowledge that, okay, this is something that is for me and I am responsible for my mental health and I have to take a step forward, not the society. Not someone else would go on my behalf and say that that person is having these issues, so please help him. The psychologist won't be able to do anything in that case because the person has not taken a step. So your mental health is your responsibility. And if we talk about the society, I think the kind of stigma that has been created around mental health needs to be broken down. That would happen only when we are more open. We are more open to talking about our emotions, our feelings, because emotions are not an alien concept. We all feel emotions. We all feel something at some time. Even right now, if I'm sitting here, I am feeling some kind of, some kind of an emotion. I'm happy. I'm feeling energetic. Emotions are not an alien concept. It's just that you need to come out and speak. And the society needs to create a safe platform for the people who are willing to take a step forward. That is not a magic stick that might happen in one day immediately, like suddenly, and everyone would be okay with the concept of mental health. No, but we need to strive for it. For our own mental health, our own responsibility, we as an individual should take a step forward. Now, for people 
who are not really um, you know that interested in um, talking and coming out for them there are various platforms that have been created wherein you can go and anonymously talk about your mental health for example there is a page uh, seven cups that is on linkedin so people can go and you know share their thoughts or whatever they are going through anonymously so you can do that take one step and slowly it would become easier for you to come out right i completely agree and um you know these days people don't often consider uh, emotions like how you said before uh, that um when there's something that's physical if you have injury or leg then people tend to be concerned about that but since the mind is somewhat hidden we can't clearly see it people don't um focus on that as well so it's really important to um have mental health awareness and like you said that um these pages that are created to um talk about your mental health issues uh, anonymously that is also really great because even if you're talking about stuff anonymously you're still venting out to a particular source you're freeing yourself from those emotions so i think that's really great very true right and uh, often to calm yourself down what are some stress management techniques that you would suggest okay so for stress management management it's like an umbrella term like the concept it's like can be divided into steps so the first very important step towards stress management is acknowledging that you have stress until unless you don't acknowledge that okay i am feeling stressed and that is impacting my everyday life you cannot move forward right so acknowledge that you are having stress this is the very first step secondly try to understand that what is actually leading to that stress why are you feeling stressed out for students i can say maybe exams could be something that can lead to stress for adults job stress so try to figure out what is it that is leading to my stress after that comes the tools and the techniques so the one major first very important tool is deep breathing and i think we all are aware of it deep breathing like 10 seconds of magical deep breathing and this is something that can be done anywhere you're sitting here right now calm yourself take a few deep breaths relax orient yourself to the present moment right second is mindfulness meditation people who say that they are not able to sit for deep breathing i think guided mindfulness meditation is something that they should indulge in and i'm glad to say that there are many videos on youtube and there are apps that are free for mindful uh, meditations so why not do that why not download one of the app and do that on a regular basis third is maintaining a stress diary this is for people who are not able to explore or maybe express their emotions to anybody there are some people who keep it very restricted to themselves and don't want to talk about it so for them you can journal your thoughts down bring your thoughts in front of your conscious mind 
when your thoughts are there in front of you, you are able to better address them. You are able to understand them better and take steps yourself to work on them. Stress diary is another concept. And after that, one of the very major things that I should have mentioned before is that stress is something that is a very, um, you know, a reaction that puts us to a autopilot, autopilot mode. Like, you know, whenever you are stressed, you're not really thinking that much. So take a break. Take a break. Taking a break, taking time out for yourself, doing something that you love, a hobby, art, painting, dance, anything. Indulge in that. Know your cycle. Understand your cycle. What stresses you? If something stresses you, obviously you can't leave that out. You can't leave a particular task out completely. Students get stressed because of exams, but you can't say that I'm not going to give exams. No. So in that case, understand the cycle, take a break, understand yourself and move forward. All right. So these are some steps that you can follow on a daily basis. And I would really urge people to do that. And uh, yoga, exercises, these are some things that are, you know, that immediately release our endorphins. So, you know, doing, indulging in some activities like these, you can do that also. Right. I think these steps are really important because you can't really change the direction of the wind, but you can change the sails of the ship in order to uh, survive and to uh, proceed throughout your day. Like how you said, we will have exams and that source of stress or that when you feel overwhelmed about something, that will be there. But then it's just the way how you cope with it. That's what's important. Beautifully summed up, Rihanna. Thank you. So, um, you know, in India, people are not that aware of mental health issues. Like I've seen compared to other um countries, India, the percentage of India knowing about mental health is not that great. So um, how do you think that we can spread more awareness to Indians or just anywhere around the world where people don't really know about this? It's very important, actually, to think about it in that direction. Um, like awareness and knowing about things is, I think, different than acknowledging things. For example, we have this bifurcation wherein we talk about literacy and education. You are literate when you know how to write or read, but you are educated when you know how to implement that, when you know how to use that, right? Similarly, awareness comes with us knowing the concept, like, okay, there is something called mental health and it is really important, but, but what? So the awareness is something that people are working on. There are so many NGOs running here and there and so many platforms where people are talking about mental health, but are we really acknowledging that the help that we have for us, the question comes here. And the acknowledging part would only come when people give equal importance to their mental health and mental well-being too. When it comes to awareness, another barrier that I feel here is the bifurcation in the rural and the urban sectors. 
like the bifurcation is quite much. So when we talk about the urban sectors, there are different challenges we face here. The people are aware, but they don't want to come out. They don't want to acknowledge that. And when we talk about the rural sectors, the people still need to be told about it. Thankfully, there are many NGOs that are working, but I think that a little support from the government to aid this would actually help in accelerating the entire process. Where we were five years back when I came into this profession as a subject, I think we have moved a milestone from there. One milestone is done. Today, I see so many people coming out, even famous personalities coming out and talking about their journey with mental health. And I think in the upcoming time, that would definitely increase. And with people like you, like me, like all of us, I think we can work as a team to actually make more and more people aware. Right, and it's also great that um, celebrities and other people that are um, known in the world, they're coming out and they're letting people know that they're not alone. So that's really important and it's a great initiative. So now that, yes, you're, a, very true. So now that you're a psychologist, um, what cases do you tend to see mostly? Okay, so uh, cases are actually, you know, they are divided according to the age groups. Like children, they face some different kind of issues, adults different and so. But some of the very common things that we see across the age groups is anxiety and stress. I mean, the context could vary, but it is there in people around. Similarly, depression. Depression is taking a toll nowadays and we are so much aware about it. There's so many researches happening here and there around it. Depression is another common uh, disorder, like uh, issue that we face. Another mental health issue I would say is anger and impulse control issues. People nowadays, nowadays are becoming so restless, so frustrated, even in the times of COVID, that aggression has also taken a toll. And in these like few months, these are a few things that I am coming across. Another is grief, managing grief and sadness and loneliness. This is something that is another thing that is seen in children to these days. So we really need to focus on this area and as um, across the ages, focus on these few issues that are counselors, psychologists, clinical psychologists, parents, teachers, families, everybody can address them together. And also uh, now during the pandemic, since people are uh, mm -hmm. coping with all this depressing news and um, some people are suffering the loss of their loved ones and others are um, they're just living alone. So that really takes a toll on the person, especially for such a long duration, they're stuck inside their house. So um, how do you think a person can deal with this um, giant pandemic that we're going through? Very important question. Um, first of all, before I start with going to the topic directly, I would like to appreciate each one of us sitting here watching your podcast and people around that we have come through 
so much. And this pandemic has actually evolved us as more resilient. If we take it that way, did we ever thought that after getting hit by such a huge pandemic, after facing so many adversities, we would still stand upright, still be here? That has actually made us so resilient and we should appreciate where we are right now at this moment. So it, the journey begins with appreciating ourselves and it ends with appreciating ourselves. I mean, I come across people every day and they have so much of gratitude in them. This gratitude thing, I haven't seen in people before. To the level that I see in these days, so much gratitude, so much compassion for each other. Small children calling up their friends. Are you okay? Are you doing fine? This is something that is new to all of us as a society. And I'm glad that we have reached here after going through so much. Now, when we talk about the news and all the distressing um, things that we come across every day, there is one important concept that I follow in my life and I want I would want people to do that. That is the concept of the worry window. This worry window is something that, you know, worrying is something actually that we can't surely ignore, especially if I say that stop worrying, that would sound so unrealistic. We can't really expect people to not worry. Worrying is again an emotion, as I said before. But this worry window is to limit that duration to some time where, okay, you read news, you read stuff, you read, go, go across things of what is happening all around because we need to be aware of that, right? We can't surely separate ourselves from the society and the news and everything going out there. We need to keep in touch with that, but keep that worry window for 10 to 15 minutes. Take the time, but know that beyond this, I am not supposed to think anything about this. I have to indulge in building myself up, indulge in hobbies that I've set for myself, meditation, mindfulness, and all the strategies that I talked before. So keep the concept of worry window open to yourselves. The other very important thing is acceptance. Acceptance of the fact that we are here and we are dealing with something, but we are going to come across staying resilient, hopeful, enhancing your connections, your emotional connections, your support system, talking to your family, staying in touch with them, spending time with your loved ones, calling them up, talking about things that they have been through, you know, just by listening to people, just by Unmuting ourselves, we do a great deal, I think. So rather than focusing on thinking positive, because I think thinking positive is something that again becomes, you know, a little unrealistic. Like, okay, we can't always think positive, right? That won't be realistic. There are some things that are happening and we need to accept that. We definitely need to accept that. Rather than thinking positive, focus on doing positive. Do something positive, do something good every day. Do good. And that would automatically help you in channelizing your thoughts. You'd feel happier. You would feel fulfilled. So these are a few strategies that I, I would urge people to follow, especially in these days. 
and keep a check on their mental health and know when to stay away from any distressing news and any distressing thing going around them. Yeah, the pandemic really did make us uh, more headstrong and compassionate towards others. And um, the pandemic itself, it's such a, a huge issue. And then now that people are talking about their mental health to each other, especially in these last two years, that has uh, really been uh, great. And this worry window is uh, as important as well, because you know often our minds go to more distressing news than um, the happy news. Even when you go through social media and you're reading comments, there'll be thousands of compliments appreciating you. And then you see that one comment that's, that really hurts you. And then you think about that the entire day. So I think it's important to keep that buddy window in check. And yeah. Um, and so, you know, since you, uh, since you pointed out here about the social media, so I would like to uh, give a point here that, um, you know, don't take social media as something only to take in so much of information. Like it's not about this entire, uh, you know, technological detox that we say, stay away from phones, stay away from uh, Instagram, stay away from this. Don't do that. I mean, for some time, read informative stuff, read good stuff and spread that rather than spreading a news that is so distressing, spread informative stuff, filter it out, right? So make the information louder and mute the rest of the things for yourselves and for people around you that could be distressing. So a positive use of social media can be done here. Yeah, you're so right. That's complete. I completely agree with you. Um, So coming back to your profession, uh, what advice would you give uh, someone that is pursuing their career in psychology? Okay, so um, everybody has their own journey, but um, taking my journey here in the point of view, so I would say that read, 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 and gain as much knowledge as you can because psychology is something that uh, that is not to explore. There are so many areas, so many places that are there to explore. Take this as a challenge, as an opportunity to explore this field, take this field to another level. And I'm pretty much sure that, you know, you're going to enjoy this journey. You're going to gain so much from this journey. And second really important thing here is that do not forget that you are a human yourself. Keep a check on your own mental health. Stay in touch with that because every psychologist needs a psychologist. We as humans need to unmute ourselves, need to follow all these strategies that we you know, preach to people. So practice what you preach and keep a check wherever you feel overwhelmed in this field because it can become overwhelming sometimes. Take a break. Taking a break is a very good fun I mean. That could be applied in multiple areas. So take a break and relax yourself too. Yeah, and like you said, psychologists often listen to other people's problems and what they're going through with their mental health, but they often forget to check on their own selves. So uh, it's important for everyone to follow these techniques that you mentioned before. Um, So 
now like in your career what is the most rewarding aspect that you went through like what was the highlight of your career so far okay so um starting from my internship days i think the very important aspect like very fulfilling aspect of this career is that little smile you see on the people's faces when after that one hour session of talking just talking can do so much of magic i mean they come with so much of stress in their heads and you know so much of cluttered thoughts and they're sitting there for one hour talking and when they leave they have that relaxation that you know that relaxed they're in that relaxed face i would say and they have that smile on their face and the thank you means a lot <laughs> i mean when they say thank you for giving your time we talked and it did so much for you so that was like really rewarding rewarding since the very beginning for me and that has been there till date so this is like really fulfilling i would say that smile on people's face putting a smile on people's face itself is fulfilling yeah completely um has there been anything challenging in your career where you're dicey if you can help someone out or anything okay so um there have been multiple challenges i would be honest here that there have been multiple challenges and they are bound to happen even i would tell it to the people who are about to pursue this field that you might face some challenges because it's a part of learning right it's a part of your learning and um the very major challenge that i faced was as i said earlier taking care of your own mental health until and unless you are not in the perfect state to help anybody else out you can't really do any be- benefit to the people who are approaching you right so keep a check on your own mental health do something for yourself too take out time for yourself too take a break and go ahead and help people so this was something really challenging and i would urge people to actually keep this in their mind and when do you think a person should go ahead and consult a psychologist okay so um as i have mentioned before that emotions are bound to happen and you might be facing a lot of emotions in your everyday life stress is something that is common these days but when that stress or when that particular emotion becomes so overwhelming that that starts disrupting your everyday life your everyday work you're not able to concentrate and you feel so overwhelmed that is the time when you, i think you should actually reach out right so if you're not able to perform any task to the optimal level because of some emotional issue some thoughts that you are facing or anything that is going around you just come up and unmute yourself unmuting yourself is really important here all right that's it for today uh, i'm sure even the audience really enjoyed our conversation as much as i did and i am sure that your intelligence and exuberance got rubbed off on all of us watching and listening um thank you so much for coming on i really had um, it was really great to have you on 
um to that all of you know the podcast is now available on youtube apple podcast uh, spotify radio public breaker and pocket cast make sure you subscribe to all listening platforms and stay tuned for more thank you so much